from Cleveland, Ohio. This is the Cleveland Stage Podcast with your hosts, Tyler Whitten and Ian Wolfgang Hins. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Cleveland Stage Podcast. I'm your co-host, Tyler Whitten, along with my co-host, Ian Hens. And this week, we are talking with our good friend, Celeste Cosentino, Executive Artistic Director at Ensemble Theater and Director of the play The Lake Effect, which has opened up at Caramu in co-production with Ensemble Theater, uh, opened up last weekend. And, you know, it's how does it feel, Celeste, to direct your friend Rajiv Joseph again? What is this, like, the... 37th time you've directed his plays? <laughs> As you can tell, it's kind of my mission to either act in or direct or produce all of his plays. So, so how many does that make There's still a few now? left. I mean, Are, I haven't touched Guards of the Taj. Do you ever call him in the middle of the night and like, Rajiv, or RJ, do you call him RJ? Like, yo, RJ, we need more plays. No, I mean, I, I think I just, you know, <laughs> I'm like every other person who appreciates his writing you always follow a playwright that you really like their work you know like ian is obsessed with eugene o'neill right so i really am like lucky to say that i know probably two of my favorite playwrights right now rajiv and charles so charles smith who is who has written jelly belly will will be directed by cleveland critics circle award winner for directing two times critics circle two times times? how many times two times what was the second time um, he won it for a musical, Tyler. God, oh, that's right. That's Co-direction with Joanna May Hunkins, actually. You are who, versatile. Who, who works with the Musical Theater Project. For the yeah. Kane Park, which is in my backyard. Yeah, yeah. Park. All right, so you're, uh, let's talk about the process of how the co-production with Karamu started, um, what that entails for you and maybe for Ensemble, how you chose the play necessarily, maybe. Well, first of all, my mo- I've had a long connection with Karamu. My mom actually worked there in the early 80s. She was the interim artistic director. Um, she kind of was mentored by Ruben and Dorothy Silver when they were working down there. Um, so in like the early 80s, she worked with them at Karamu and then was the interim artistic director for a while. Um, so actually, while Ensemble was in its baby's baby stage, you know, it was traveling around doing a show here or there, she was working at Karamu. Because I want to say Ensemble was established in 1979, and she was the executive artistic director from 84, 83, 84, and then 85. And then basically um, after that, she uh, moved on, did stuff at Ensemble, did stuff all around Cleveland, teaching, doing all kinds of stuff. Um, so I literally, like, grew up there. I mean, it was, like, part of my my growth as an artist, you know, literally hanging out in the studio theater, meeting, like, you know, amazing actors who have since passed. I mean, like, Bill Gentry, all these amazing people. Um, and so, actually, I want to say, like, four, three or four years before I came in as the artistic director, while my mom was still at the helm, they did a two co-productions before Lake Effect. The first was a show called Bourbon at the Border. Oh, sure. And that was with a bunch of other wonderful actors, and that was actually while we were still in the Cleveland Playhouse. And then we also did a co-production with Caramu and Weathervane of The Great White Hope, oh. which actually my mom directed in, like, 1978 or something like that at Caramu and gave James Pickens his first acting role ever. The guy James, plays. James Pickens? James Pickens Jr. From Grey's Anatomy. Anatomy? Yes. Don't we love him, Dr. And Mark? The X-Files? Yes, that's why I love him. Your oh mom and James Pickens Jr.? Who cares about Grey's Anatomy? I love the X-Files. He was... Did you know that David Vey was the first person to die on an episode of Grey's Anatomy? What? 
Really? Yeah. I did not watch that episode. Maybe you Apparently. should listen to the episode of Don't or Talk to Strangers with your host, Tyler <laughs> Whitten, wherein I talk to my friends about whatever. Oh, and I love David Vey. He did the last Rajiv play that I worked on, The North Pool. Yeah. So. Wow. Um, so it's just seemed, and actually this particular script, The Lake Effect, um, was really poignant to me in in the fact that it being done in a in an institution that is, you know, historically, you know, rooted in you know, the the aspect of being the oldest African-American theater. I mean, it's a play about people of color. Like, it's a, an African-American guy and two Indian people. Mm-hmm. So that in particular, it's, it was in, like, my director's notes. That's why I thought this particular script of all the Rajiv scripts that I've done, that we should do, like, affect it. Um, Caramu, and so I sent it to Tony, and... And it's set... And here in, we are. Well, so, so tell us about the play. Where is it set? What is it about? It is actually, and Rajiv will tell you this, um, the only play that he wrote that is set in Cleveland. So it takes place in a, in a storefront, mm-hmm. an Indian restaurant that the father, Vinny, owns. Um, in Other down, than in, Draft Day, which isn't a In play, downtown Cleveland. Well, Draft Day, yes. About we know the Browns. That movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. This play mentions the Browns quite a bit. Oh, yeah. I yeah. wonder if he, was he writing them at the same time? Was, I wonder if I he think was that writing. was around the same time that he around was writing Draft time. Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, it actually premiered in Chicago in a theater called Silk Road Rising, so they actually commissioned him to write this play, and they focus particularly on Indian American oh. stories. So. And when did the play premiere there? I can't remember what month it was, but I, yeah, I think it was about the same year that the draft day came out. And so, we happened to be in Chicago, I think it was visiting Ian's sister, mm-hmm. and we went to go see it. It was on like the 30th floor of a building. Oh. It was in a space that's not actually much bigger than the concert hall is at Caramo. Okay. So it was like this but nice was... little proscenium that was... I want to say maybe 70 It was a seats. really good production, yeah. It was a great production. It was a really great production. And how has it been working with Karamu, and do you see uh, this relationship going further, even? Not further, um, like, we're not going to get married, but I mean... Uh, <laughs> <are> there... <laughs> Tony loves me. I think that could totally... You could see us, like, you know, merrily going down the street together, hand in hand. I think Karamu and Ensemble have a lot of the same, you know, roots in the community, especially the color, the community of color. Um, you know, he came and saw our Death of a Salesman where we had, like, a multiracial cast. And he was kind of crying and saying, you know, this is what I really want to see happen. He, Tony is the new CEO there. You know, the kind of, you know, this is kind of what he thinks theater should be like. So I think we follow a lot of the same, you know, what is it, tenants when we think about the works that we're producing and why we're producing them. So Similar aesthetics. Yeah. yeah, a lot of the same aesthetics. But then also reaching out to, you know, communities to minority communities. I mean, and my mom did that a lot too, so it's not like I'm taking credit for it. You know, she did Anna in the Tropics, which spoke to like the Cuban American community. Mm-hmm. She did Seamus Haney's Antigone, which was Irish. You know, so I think she tries to also, try to also, she instilled that kind of idea that you should also reach out to like, you know, cultural identifiers mm-hmm. and how people relate to each other culturally, you know. And Lake Effect talks a lot about that actually. So, so what is the play about? What's the story? Um, it's the story of a s- set of siblings and a, and a stranger and kind of how they come to know one another based on a, on a person who's actually not in the script but who you hear about a lot, this guy, this, the, the siblings, their father, and how you know, they come back into town because he's selling his restaurant. What are, what are the actors? Tell me about the actors. Who are the actors? There's three street? great people. Um, actually, Amin, uh, who did Huck and Holden, which was the very first Rajiv play we ever produced. Mm. He played a Sikh. Um, I mean, and I'm I mean, gonna say Suleiman. I hope I don't totally destroy your last name. I mean, I'm sorry. Um, a wonderful case student named. We can Na- fix it in the post production. <laughs> right. Named Natalie, and I think it's El Dab. 
she's um, a case student who is doing, I think, chemistry and theater and communications. Oh. Yeah, she's kind of a brain. Case people. She's kind of a brain. She's very smart. Um, and LaShawn Little, who is playing Bernard. LaShawn is playing Bernard. Uh, Natalie is playing Priya, and Amin is playing Vijay. So and LaShawn will also LaShawn be is also going to be in Jelly Belly later in the year. Yeah. Later in the year, yeah. Which you will be directing again. Which I will be directing. Correct. That's correct, Tyler. And how do you see the themes? You know, we talk a lot about, especially on this podcast and the season that we're having. You know, how do you feel like the themes of uh, Lake Effect fit into like our even even though it's not necessarily directly part of our We the People season, but you know, how do you feel like the the themes of Lake Effect sort of fit into how we've been? I think it definitely speaks to, you know, being a Clevelander and feeling like a love-hate relationship for the city that you live in. Because the Cavs are awesome, the Browns suck. Mm -hmm. Lake Effect snow is like the worst thing ever. But you love the city because there's something just amazing about it. I mean, I also work for the art museum. So, like, the arts in this town are ridiculous. Like, it's a really amazing town that just gets such a bad rap. So that's one. So national community, Cleveland, is where it's at. And people in Guam. And people in Guam come yeah. to Cleveland because it's awesome. Yeah. But also, I think, it's, I think it definitely speaks to the We the People because it talks a lot about cultural identity. Because right now, we live in a country that is very divisive and very, you know, it, it almost promotes bigotry and, and paranoia. And the idea that you should, you know, what's really interesting about this play is it plays on a lot of those, uh, what do you call it, stereotypes and or wrongful assumptions that people make of people mm. based on their nationality or the sure. color of their skin. Um, and how we find out mm-hmm. we have a lot more in common than we have different. That's what the play kind of, you learn that they have a lot more in common than they have differences. And maybe the families aren't, you know, always obvious from the beginning. Correct. Maybe and how families, do you make a family? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's a maybe very... Maybe families change, and maybe that's what's important. Because mm-hmm. this play also deals with, you know, two, a brother and a sister who also leave Cleveland and then end up coming back to Cleveland, which is... Which we all know that. We've done that. That's a fairly common story. I, I lived think. in New York. I a lot of people do that. <laughs> I lived and, and in Indiana. They, oh, my God. They, yeah, they end up back in Columbus. Cleveland for whatever reason, because yeah. they want to raise their families here. They, they really realize after going away you know, all of the value that really is in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. You know, the other thing about the play that struck me, and I was thinking about this the other day, was Lucia used to always feed people. You know, she would feed? always feed, feed As people. As in, like, consume manja food? Yeah, oh, okay, she would right. always make, I thought like, you said feed. I was like, what are you talking no, about? No, <laughs> no. She would always make, like, lasagna or, of you course. know, or, yeah. um, uh, what was the, the uh, what was, no, it wasn't Italian wedding soup. But yeah, it was, it was Italian, it was Italian wedding, wedding, soup. wedding soup, which was like my favorite thing she would With make. With the meatballs and oh. the spinach, yeah. Oh and man, cheese. it was oh, like she totally, made the best. So good. And the chicken paprikash. Yes. And like, so even her like cuisine was making this, Hungarian like, and was, yes. yeah, it was like this kind of you multicultural. know multicultural, <laughs> multicultural experience. And she would feed it to all the actors, you know. Like I remember the first year, and she would just bring in this big thing of lasagna. And and Lake Effect is a lot like that, right? Because it takes place in this restaurant. And there's this th- thread going through about the brother that can't eat, you know, and mm-hmm. he doesn't eat anymore, and 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 you know, but and the, now there's the, beef curry in the free- freezer. Yeah, but the the, the main character or uh, Lashawn's character says, you know, I can always. Biryani. Yeah, that's why he comes in. Right? One of my favorite. He comes lessons. into the restaurant because he's hungry you guys have and he to wants see to it eat. Just for that part of the show. And, and the father yeah. would feed, you know, the father would feed him, and they would sit and talk, and, and they would they would yeah. commiserate over food and break bread Don't together. Don't tell the audience too much because they need to come see. I'm the pretty show. sure you've given away all the important. I stuff I didn't already. give all the way. <laughs> 
didn't give away the most important thing. They all die thing. at the end. There's no, there's this big, huge secret that you find out. That it's snowing in Cleveland. Well, no, not that part. No. <laughs> on the west side. Guess what, people? There's lots of actual snow in the show. So for that alone, also. You cool effects, yeah. But I, Ian, I mean, Ian did a really good job making it snow in the concert hall at Caramo. Well, it awesome. does take, so the play does take place for the audience out there in the middle of a lake effect snowstorm, right? Um, Yes. And, a couple, because uh, it takes yeah. places over a few days, but yeah. Yeah, but I, I just wanted to bring up the food take, because I don't think we've really talked about it, and Cleveland mm-hmm. is such a great town for food. For food, oh sure. Oh my God, right? It's yes. so, such a great town oh my God, for food, yeah. and this and that's running through this this play as well, which I really thought was kind of cool. He really ties it, he, I think he gives a really good impression of what Cleveland is, mm-hmm. and why it's important we miss him. to live here. I wish he would come back Because he made here. changes between the production to the script from the production that you saw in Chicago to this? I don't think so. No. I mean, no. I can ask him, but I don't think so. They did one other production in uh, Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Giovanna directed it in L.A., I think. She directs a lot of his plays, like mm-hmm. when they premiere. Yeah. Giovanna Sardelli. Sardelli. Also directed the Playhouse. She did Mr. Wolf mm-hmm. and, yeah, uh, at the Playhouse. Yeah. Cool. Which Great. that, so totally, how that can... did totally get rewritten from California. Yeah, I heard that. To Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> how, uh, so how can we get tickets? Um, Karamu is actually uh, doing all the ticketing, so you would go to karamuhouse.org. That's K-A-R-A-M-U house.org. 216, scroll up, 795-7070. You can also email them at info at karamuhouse.org. And that uh, opened last weekend and runs until November 26th. Yeah, it runs Thursday, Friday, and Saturdays at 7.30, and Sundays at 3. Roy Burko? Roy Burko came and saw it. Yeah, Christine Howie. Roy Burko's reviews out? Yeah. On Roy Burko. Coolcleveland.com. Oh, coolcleveland.com. He liked it? He, he did. thought it was good? He did, he did. Great. So, great reviews. That's two shows yeah. in a row now you've so directed hard. getting on fire. Getting oh, my God. Reviews. I'm sorry, but a review is one person's opinion. Thank you very much for your nice opinion, but it's one person's opinion. Yeah, but that one person's opinion can have an effect on, on other tickets? people. Yes. That is very true. Yeah, and it's not, you know. The reviewers in this town are, are working hard and trying to see as much as they can, so good for they them. They see a lot. Yeah. It's surprising. Not yes. surprising. It's just great that there's so much going on. And there's yeah. a lot of different perspectives. I mean, the critics we do have bring different mm-hmm. viewpoints. So Great. Not all of them will always like it, and not all of them will hate it or love it. I mean, it'll be all kinds of different And also, I thought one last thing about this show that I think is great is just kind of the, all of the, the, backstories of the actors, right? So, I mean, was in Huck and Holden, what was that, like, seven years ago now? Mm-hmm. And now we're, we get a chance to work with him again in another Rajiv show. It's a great story, mm-hmm. you know? LaShawn, who was in Peter Lawson Jones' uh, Bloodless Jungle, mm-hmm. and that's how we met him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, now you get to work with him on this show, and I get to work with him later in the year. And then Natalie just came through an audition, right? She with- was actually Nathan. Nathan, uh... Lily, who works at the at Caramel, he was very helpful in finding Apriya for us. And she was, and she came from Case Western Reserve University. Which, and which, she actually knows David Vay. Which and David like, Vay. Yeah. Which David Vay. So it's you know it's a real. It's, it's like one big great, happy Cleveland theater family. Yeah, some great oh backstory to it. So so go see uh, go see the Lake Effect. It's Caramel. a great show. Three more weekends. And I mean, it's a really cool opportunity in that too for them. It's you know it's a Cleveland premiere of this play, yep. a play about Cleveland. This is the Cleveland premiere of it. So. Yeah. And I made it snow on stage, so you better. And Ian really it. did make it make it snow. <laughs> it's really cool, and the soundtrack is pretty awesome. If I don't mind saying so myself. Cool. Great. Well, thanks, Celeste. You're very so welcome. there you go. The Lake Effect, directed yeah. by Celeste Cosentino at Caramu. 
co-production with Ensemble Theater. Tickets can be found at karamuhouse.org. Ian, what do we have going on this week in the Cleveland stage realm? Um, that's a great question, Tyler. Uh... Well, while Ian's doing that, I would like to sing a song from my favorite musical, Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> What's, what's the, the buzz? <laughs> Tell me what's a happening. What's the buzz? Tell me what's a happening. What's the buzz? Tell me what's a happening. Definitely can't edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> so, All right, so Ian, what's going on in the uh, Cleveland stage realm this week? Uh, a lot of really uh, great things are going on. You got out out at CPT still running this weekend is the Art of Longing ah. by Lisa Langford, and that has uh, Greg White, one of our favorite oh, actors, sure. is in that, and that's over at CPT. And uh, that's, uh, I think, Thursday through th- Saturday at 7 o'clock over there. We've got Godspell, one of my favorite plays down in, down in Akron, down wow. at the Rubber City Theater. Did, yeah. they, not, did they call you for advice? <laughs> yeah, no. And they were probably when you answer the what? phone, do you say, Hello, this is two-time Cleveland Critics Circle Award winning <laughs> director Ian Hins. How may I help you? Yeah, I do. It's, a, it's actually my ringtone. So when <laughs> anybody calls me, it reminds me. That I am. Uh, it's, it's it's great. No, they but I, I uh, they're they're doing it down there at the Rubber City uh, Theater down in down in Akron. So that's cool. That's always a, a big thing. You got the Diary of Anne Frank mm. going on still this weekend down at the Cleveland Playhouse down at CPH, and heard a lot of really uh, interesting uh, comments about that. I was talking to Cindy Dettelbach from Stage Rights, and she she went with John, uh, her husband, to go see that. And, and what she say? She really liked it. She Good. thought it was a really interesting uh, take on it. So, uh, I was also talking to to, to Brittany uh, Shambaugh Addison, who's who's directing our uh, upcoming production of The Little Prince, mm-hmm. opening December first. And yeah, and uh, she also liked it too. So that's that's come that's two two people I respect and two good uh, positive reviews. So maybe try to check that out if you can. I think they also had some ticket deals going on. So if you want to maybe check on a Neo Ohio Pal, which is another plug for. NeoHiopal.org, uh, I believe, is what it is. Mm-hmm. You can, it's a listserv here in northeastern Ohio. So. Which stands for the Northeast Ohio Pal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really, actually, I don't really know what it stands for, but it, it basically is a great resource for actors and designers and people in theater, uh, music, any any of the arts, really. That it's a listserv uh, that where people post, you know, openings and auditions and if they need props, and it's a great way to. Help everybody communicate. So, so check that out. And usually, that's also another place you guys can check out where people put uh, ticket deals. So, if mm. you're looking to save a little bit of money and come and see some of these shows, that's a that's a, a great place uh, to do it. Marjorie Prime uh, is also still running with Dorothy Silver. Uh, just Legendary up, Cleveland actress Dorothy Silver. Yeah, just up the road here at, at Obama, so that's still running. There's a lot. There's really a lot going on. Uh, Brexville Theater has got Chicago running oh, this great. weekend. So, if you like musicals, if that's that's your Mr. Cellophane, Mr. Cellophane. Oh, that's all I know. Well, that's good. I, yeah. Those are the words, right? I don't know. I, I don't really. I don't. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I like the Bob Fosse dancing in it. Really, that's my. Well, that's my. You thing. would. And uh, I think also we've got Chagrin Valley Little Theater, who 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 uh, Ed Walsh had done his show. Oh, that's right. There. Sold out, man. Sold out for the he final weekend. He said he weekend. had a great time working over there at yeah. the CVLT. Yeah, that was great. And they've got uh, Beauty and the Beast coming up, Disney's Beauty and the Beast. So now's the time of year, you know, as we, as we get into the holidays, you'll see a lot more of those holiday-style shows uh, coming up, and, and uh, it's good to take the kids kids to it. Yeah, get them out of the house. Go with your family. Yeah, enjoy. It's an enjoyable live yeah. theater. 
Uh, go go support that as opposed to movies. You bring your kids to The Little Prince, <laughs> opening December 1st. That's right, December 1st, here at Ensemble Theater. And when you're bored on Friday this week at noon, turn on to WKYC Channel 3, where Ian and I will be guests on We the People, the morning show segment where they discuss <laughs> with they talk about stuff with community organizers and whatnot. And Ian and I will be on this week on Friday, uh, November 10th. Yeah, with talking about... people on noon. We'll be talking about The Hairy Ape, which opens... Uh, it'll be a week from Friday. Yeah, November 17th, talking about Ensemble Theater. And our, mm-hmm. it just so happens that our season theme is also We the People. That's right. So, symmetry. So, there's a lot of, there's a lot to talk about there. And uh, we're looking forward to it. You know, giving, giving people an opportunity to kind of find out a little bit more about Ensemble and what they can do and volunteer and send in scripts and all that stuff. And we'll so. be having a ticket giveaway. So, uh, watch the show. And right. they'll have a contest. You can call in and win free tickets to uh, an Ensemble production. Yeah, and we'll, we'll talk about this in another podcast, but we've been working a lot on the Harry Ape, and we're... We're working hard on the special effects, some cool special effects in this one. And yeah. Uh, well, it's, you know, it's an expressionist drama. Sure. Comedy. Drum, dramedy. Sure. We have Com- a new promo or, video or out now. There's a new promo video out, and uh, we're really coming down to going into tech week, which is always fun. Yeah, this is and this is the nitty-gritty. This is it. So uh, we'll talk. You got your confetti cannon going? <laughs> it's not confetti. <laughs> There's no confetti cannons. I, I can't do confetti cannons. I have PTSD from confetti cannons. <laughs> Haven't cleaned up way. from Godspell? No, no, no. When I worked at, at Ohio State at the Schottenstein Center, and I was in operations there, after each concert, it was kind of an all-skate, and everybody would literally go, and you'd have to clean the concert floor after the show oh, yeah. before you could leave. And I always hated the shows that had the confetti cannons because yeah. you know the paper would get on the floor, come out of the floor at all, yeah. and then beer would have gotten spilled on uh, it, and then the like soda and it was like sticking to the ground, yeah, and you're trying to get it up. It's awful. Confetti is the worst. It's awful. So I just never, as an artist, I just always stayed so away. So stop from putting confetti in your plays, <laughs> people. Yeah, no confetti. No That's confetti. enough with the confetti. Although my first play we did here had confetti. It well, con- dancing no, with Ned. No, right well, the top of the play was the first thing that happened. No, she, she goes like this. Well, she oh yeah, a you did. Well, she on. threw the confetti because when we did uh, when we did uh, Vince Cardinal's Colorado Catechism, oh, remember? Right. I wanted to have confetti cannon at the back of the uh, against the psych, uh, and I wanted yeah. it to go off and have all of the colors. Like this was this big metaphor thing that I was gonna do. Right. <laughs> we set it off, and we're like, "Well, we can't use that because we're gonna kill somebody. People They're gonna die have a heart from attack. this thing." Yeah. <laughs> I remember that like, now. I forgot like, about that. It was like that. a gunshot going off. It was terrible. So I got cut. We used I think once. I got like a heart arrhythmia just from that one play. <laughs> it was like, boom. I was like, okay, we can't use that. It looked cool, though. Yeah. If it was just, that was a great idea. It was a great concept. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was really bad. And I said from that time on, I just figured no more confetti. Yeah. All right, so great. So we'll be on NBC on KYC Channel 3. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, go see the lake effect at Karamu. Uh, you can get tickets again, caramuhouse.org, uh, and check out The Hairy Ape opening next Friday, November 17th. And this is one our last weekend of Scheherazade's uh, Caucasian Chalk Circle. That's right. Come and see it. I know that there's some group sales coming this weekend. Yeah. I know that Hiram's got a group, Hiram College has got a group coming out this weekend. Meet the college kids. Yeah, come on out. It's going to be a, it's going to be a good time. I'm looking forward to, to that, that, uh, weekend and, I'll be in tech for most of the time, but, uh, you know, it'll be good to see all the folks coming out. It's been great. And stop in and say hi to us. Send us an email, info at ensemble-theater.org. And uh, we need to get some 
need to get some guests on here. So you can find us on Twitter as well at Ensemble Theater ER on the Twitters. That's right. And you can find and like the Cleveland Stage podcast on Facebook. Wow, we are legit. Man. We're everywhere. We're coming at you from all Too the angles. Too legit to quit. That's right. All right. Well, thanks, Ian. Thanks, Tyler. And thank you all for listening and for the support. Again, if you listen to us on iTunes, please rate and subscribe to the show. Leave comments so people can find us. And tell all your friends. This has been the Cleveland Stage Podcast. Remember, Tyler, all the world's a stage. Find your light. Whoa. I like that one. I don't think we should use it, though. (laughs) It makes too much sense for us. (laughs) 